Although many of us strive to be the best dad we can be, many physicians struggle with finding balance between their life at home and their life at work. This is the Imperfect Dad MD Podcast, the show where we discuss topics involving our minds, bodies, beliefs, relationships at home, and upping our game with our business practices and financial knowledge to better improve our role as dad in the lives of those around us. I'm your host, Dr. Jeremy Toffel, physician, husband, father to two boys, and self-proclaimed imperfect dad. Join me as I learn to raise my own imperfections within all these topics. Now, let's get to today's discussion. This is the Imperfect Dad MD Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Jeremy Toffel, and this is our Friday review show. If you listen to this Wednesday show, I got to speak with Dr. Janae Niazi about Star Wars and fatherhood, and we kind of compared mostly the Mandalorian seasons um, with being a dad, and so that was a good episode to listen to tonight, and if you haven't listened yet, go back and listen, because we had a lot of fun talking about that. Um, but today, I, I kind of want to touch a little bit more on something he had mentioned. Now, before I get into it, remember, if you haven't yet, subscribe, leave a review, share this show with a friend who you think might get something out of it, because that's really the only way I can spread this message about, you know, embracing imperfections as a parent, especially as a dad in the world we live in today. So one thing that Dr. Niazi said when we were talking is he talked about how when you look at the Skywalker series, you know, the whole saga, so each trilogy, each session was almost like a dad failure. You know, it, it was almost a result of not having that strong father figure to help you through it. So you look at the first um, trilogy and you look at Anakin, he had no father figure, supposedly immaculate conception of you know from the force um but we assume that anakin has no dad that's what we've been told and so he had no father figure to look up to and he's in you know poverty living as a slave with his mom until obi-wan and qui-gon come and get him and then all of a sudden you get in the situation where you have qui-gon who's almost going to take over this father role figure for anakin and then you get to the duel of the fates him between him and Darth Maul. Darth Maul beats him, and now Obi-Wan gets thrust into this father role that he didn't really ask for, right? He only is now doing it because Qui-Gon basically made him promise to train the boy, right? And so now you have a parent figure who's not really looking to be a parent figure for Anakin, Eventually, they become friends. You know, if you look at the whole Clone Wars series, and then you get into um, later in this initial trilogy, uh, they're friends, right? They're more friends than having that parental role, um, somebody to nurture his feelings, talk with him. And and you see this because Anakin doesn't really ever kind of clue Obi-Wan into what's going on with him and Padme, which then lends up leading to his downfall. And you have to wonder if he had Qui-Gon as that father figure. Would it have been more of that parental type of relationship where he would have opened up to him because Qui-Gon was definitely had a different mentality about things with the Jedi and it seemed like he might have been more of that figure whereas Obi-Wan went kind of almost back to um, the very strict you know no connections no emotions kind of situation and so who knows but so you had this failure of Anakin and now Anakin becomes Darth Vader Padme dies after having Luke and Leia, and now you have Luke growing up. He has no father figure. His father figure is initially his Uncle Owen who is this kind of you know, if you want to call it the quintessential farmer kind of guy, um, doesn't really let him do his things, is trying to keep him from being able to turn into who his father was, and in a way is just almost overly strict about it, or doesn't really focus on Luke's feelings about what he wants, or what he's interested in. He's just trying to push him down the farming route, right? And then, yeah, yeah, you can go to the university next season. Um, 
then all of a sudden you get, you know, some fatherly figures in his life. You get Obi-Wan and you get Yoda. But from what we can tell, these are very broken up relationships, right? You get Obi-Wan for a little bit, literally from tattooing to first Death Star scene, and then Obi-Wan's dead. And then you get Yoda later on who trains Luke, but not for a long period of time that we can tell. Now, there's probably more time in there that we don't learn about, but Luke just does not have that paternal figure there to help him through his emotions and his feelings and things like that. Um, now, with that said, he doesn't turn out to be like Anakin, but a lot of that whole story is Luke trying to find himself, right? And then he becomes, after, you know, the whole trilogy for Luke, the, that episode four, five, and six, Luke then decides he's going to go start his own Jedi temple, right? And then you get into episode seven, eight, nine, which is this storyline of, yeah, you have Ray there, but really it's a lot of it's about Ben Solo. And you have Ben Solo, a character who, so father figure was Han Solo, who kind of basically up and left after a certain amount of time. But it makes you wonder if um, Han, who was kind of this scoundrel type of guy, probably didn't. We know from Han's history, he was an orphan growing up on the streets based on the Solo movie. So he had no father figure. So he didn't have really a father figure to relate to when he became a dad. And then Ben goes off to the temple. Now, Luke is supposed to be this father figure there. Luke did not have a father figure. So how is he supposed to be this father figure for Ben? And Ben then leads to Snoke, right? Snoke is able to convince him to turn to the dark side, that he's good enough, that he is better. And that's it's almost like he's weighing in on Ben's emotions, his feelings, maybe some hidden desires that his initial father figures didn't pay attention to. And now that allows for him to have his downfall. Now we later figure out this is Emperor Palpatine trying to manipulate the situation. But if we look at the whole series there, it's a repetition of a lack of a strong father figure that may have led to all of this, right? And you see that in normal everyday life for us as well. Kids who grow up without a strong family, kids who grow up who don't have that strong father figure or strong mother figure, they miss out on so much of that personal and emotional development that when they then are put into that parenthood role, how are they supposed to do it? You know, and you look at the Jedi, let's, let's just look at Jedi. Jedi, you're taken away from your parents at a very young age. You don't get to have your parents. You don't get to have somebody who dotes on you and loves on you and, and shares emotions with you and those types of things. Jedi are taught not to feel, right? And the only emotional support you're getting is from your the master who is apprenticing you or the teachers that are teaching you when you're a youngling. Um, and you don't, you don't have these people that teach you how to deal with these emotions, but somehow you're supposed to just turn them off, right? Whereas you look on the Sith side, it's the whole rule of twos where you can have a master and apprentice and nobody else and somebody's trying to kill each other, which probably not a great um, family situation there as well. But it's interesting. You look at all of these situations with family and you look at the failure of a parent being present and how it leads down these pathways. And in our society, it's something that repeats itself and repeats itself and repeats itself. And it's, I think it's important to notice. So you look at these storylines. You know, I talked about fatherhood in Marvel movies a few weeks back and um, kind of touched on the same idea that this lack of a strong father figure um, really leads down some some weird and dark paths. And the truth is the same for us. So not to put pressure on you, but if you're a dad out there or mom, we have a big role to play in our kids' lives. We don't know what that's going to lead to. 
And all we can do is our best, obviously. And if you didn't have a great relationship with your parents growing up, maybe you didn't have parents growing up, it makes it harder, that much harder. I think it's important to recognize it. Now, don't weigh on it like, oh, I'm going to fail automatically because I didn't have this. But if you recognize it, then you can make some changes and maybe you can work on it. Now, with that said, there are people out there who are raised without parents who are incredible people. They took that and grew from it, which is awesome. I'm not saying that this is always a bad situation, but more often than not, when you look at our society, it is. So hopefully, 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 at some point we can stop that cycle. But it's going to be a long road for a lot of us and a lot of the people out there in the world. So hope that makes sense. That was just my thoughts on this week's episode. Let me know what you think. Send me a comment. You can email me at imperfectdadmd at gmail.com. You can go to the website, www.imperfectdadmd.com and send me a message there. Um, Or you can click the links in the show notes. It's all there too. Otherwise, we'll see you next week. Embrace the imperfections. I'll see you next time. My dad, Dr. Jeremy Toffel, is a pediatrician, father, and husband. The information provided in this podcast is not meant to be medical advice and is for your education and entertainment only.